The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Welcome, Philly. To your favorite sports Bears show, Bears hosted by Jesse Town and Sam Wilson. They're smart, they're sexy, and they're all fit. So thanks for tuning in, and we hope you enjoy the show. Hello and welcome into episode number 94 of Babes on Broad. I'm Sam Stafford with my co-host Jesse Taylor. and We're the Babes on Broad brought to you by SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation. Jess, yesterday it was not pretty whatsoever. It does not feel like a victory Monday, but the only important part of that is that it is a victory Monday. A win is a win. A win is a win. And we've, we've talked about it a lot. Like any Sunday, anything can happen. Like the Kansas City Chiefs lost to this Colts team. Because the defense, Literally. the defense is not 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 a bad defense at all. the The offense is what struggles for them a little bit here and there, and obviously the you know coaching situation, and they've got some other issues in there. But like, you know, and, and obviously everyone's been you know gassing up the Vikings as one of the best teams in the NFC, if not the best team in the NFC. Yeah. Regardless How about of that? that? And they got smacked, absolutely smacked around yesterday. How many sacks in that game? There were seven or eight sacks. That, Cowboys well, I, I just loved it in the fact that, like you just said, everybody still chalked them up as the best team in the mm-hmm. NFC, even though we made it obvious that, that we were better. Oh, um, but, we? yeah, but now the Cowboys really just shut that down. Right. So they so, helped us out in multiple ways. 100%. So that that's the thing. Like, And, you know, it's not college where you can – make your own schedule or, you know, you get it, it, it there. It's some arbitrary kind of seating that gets assigned to you. Like you play who's in front of you on Sundays and all you can do is win. And it yeah. wasn't ugly. And you're right. It, it didn't feel, you don't feel good walking out of that game. You don't feel confident. You don't feel happy. You don't feel excited. You feel relieved. 
You you were yeah. relieved that they won. And you and I said, like, it wasn't going to be – it was going to be a close game. Like, we had that, but I didn't think it was going to be, you know, one point. I was hoping it yeah. was, like, three. Not yeah, one. I thought it was going to be, like, a touchdown. Yeah. I could see that. But, yeah, it, it didn't go that way at all. No. Um, And, you know, and and everyone sort of had a hand in it in, you know, sort of why it, it went that way. Like – I mean, Jalen Hurts, he wasn't bad yesterday. 18 for 25, 190 yards, a touchdown, and then 16 on carries on the ground, 86 yards, and a touchdown. He did have a fumble lost. We'll talk about that. Um, but, you know, like, he that that was something that, like, he contributed to the the issues they were having. Now, he yes, I saw hero, him. but. <laughs> I saw his first little inkling of emotion yesterday and it was it was later in the game and I forget even it was probably Pittman but it was down the field pass when they not the final drive obviously but the drive prior to that when they hit that deep down the field ball Uh and they panned to Jalen Hurts on the bench and he kind of just did a little eye raise like wow that just happened and that was the only emotion we've seen from this guy the last <laughs> amount of emotion. Situation. and and you know that's why he is as good as he is and it's because he doesn't let things get to him and he doesn't like you know oh, you, you have a brutal first half and you come out and you're like all right we get the ball coming out of the half let's go down the field and score it's still a one possession game, you know, no problem. And, you know, first play, I completely agree with, you know, let's let's get them on their heels and take a shot. Of course. Yeah. But the, the play design was I mean disgusting. First of all, yeah. if you have the the way that they had it set up with Miles Sanders on the left side, you knew and and you had Jordan Mailata pulling to help you know you have Miles Sanders one-on-one with a defensive end. Now, that defensive end also happened to be Yannick Ngakwe, which isn't who you want Miles Sanders lining up against. And his job is to just slow him down a little bit. And while, yes, Jalen Hurts needs to have a little bit better sense of, like, who's around him at that moment, the fact that you are waiting for a play to develop, and I understand that Quez Watkins is fast, but, like, going as far as deep as he did and then crossing over the entire field like what did you think was going to happen miles sanders actually did a really good job on that play but like what did you think was going to happen like i really just feel like yesterday my biggest issue was the play calling like offensively i feel like shane steichen really hamstrung them as an offense Just and there were even times in that final drive they were like second and goal or third and goal and it was Boston Scott in there. Why Miles and I was just I I literally was like what are they thinking right here and it honestly in my head I'm like is there actually something wrong with Miles Sanders is there an injury we don't know about because I feel like there's just been so many times over these last couple weeks where in these high key situations with how good Miles has been really like overall, it just doesn't make sense why they would have um, Boston Scott and Kenny Gainwell in some of these situations instead of Miles. I don't get it. Do they not trust him? Is he injured? There has to be something right there, or they're just really bad at coming up with these plays. 
so I think, and that's like what what's frustrating t- at times, like as a fan, like you want to understand this a little bit more because yeah. when you look at, and I think the most frustrating thing, especially over the last two weeks is like, you know, you and I talked last year at, you know, at nauseum about not having an identity and being a different team every week and seeing something different. And the offense was trying to be some, be something they weren't every week, week in and week out. And it was always different week in and week out, right? Like they came out with a hefty run game against the Atlanta Falcons and then didn't run the ball at all the next week against the 49ers. And like, it was just, you, you couldn't figure out what the heck they were trying to do and who they were trying to be. And they were, I understand they had a new coaching staff and like a lot of new pieces and they were trying, they were trying to find their identity, but they were like, they would find something that works and then they would get away from it immediately. Like they wouldn't stick with it. And I feel like that was something that you and I talked about this season as they were going through the first eight games or seven games, I guess they were not, or it was eight games. They had an identity. They were running the ball. Well, they were throwing the ball well, and they knew what they were doing and it it was all working together. These last two weeks, They've done they they went back to what they were doing last year, where they've just abandoned everything they were doing that was working for them and are, are they, and they look ridiculous. And one of those things is like Miles Sanders has been one of the best running backs in the NFL and the one of the most consistent running backs in the NFL this season. And the Eagles have one of the best offensive lines, if not the best offensive line in football. Why? Are you utilizing like they come out of the game and the first running back they have on the field is is Kenny Gainwell? Why? I don't understand. Yeah. So if it better be an injury, it better be something. There better be a reason. It better not just be stupidity. But f- from our point of view, it looks like stupidity. Yeah, for sure. Because they also, I mean, they're not obligated to tell us everything, obviously. But like if they are hiding something, like we don't know that. So we just see what's put out in front of us and it looks like stupidity right now. But just, I had a, that exam or exam, I was going to say same and exact, um, (laughs) that exact thought during the game yesterday though, when our offense was really struggling, because I was like, oh my God, here we go again in the second half. Like they still, it was probably early in that third quarter Mm -hmm. and the offense still wasn't getting stuff together, but the defense started stepping things up. And I was like, here we go again. Now, this would be back-to-back weeks where we see one side of the ball doing okay and the other side just imploding, but it would be opposite, where last week we saw it more so on the defensive side, Mm -hmm. and then this week our offense wasn't getting anything going, and it was like that for majority of the game, and that's one of my biggest concerns because we've seen it so much in the past is this team not playing well together on on the same level on the same day, you know, and... I don't understand how it's happening right now because that's one of the things too is like they should have come out of the gate in this game wanting to rip somebody's head off because of their performance last week and to show how good they are. And we did not see that at all. Yeah, I totally agree. And you're, you're right about the defense. Like the first drive was not great and the Colts marched right down the field and scored for the first time this season. Um, And you know, they, they pulled it together after that. Jonathan Taylor, which was one of your biggest concerns going into the week, you know, 49 yards on the first drive, but then only 38 the, re- the rest of the game. Like, yeah. they completely neutralized him after that. Um, but 
and I understand like they adjusted and schematically they were fine and figured it out after the first drive, but it's, it like, it still doesn't feel good. Like it didn't, well, and just defense didn't feel good. And I didn't feel confident watching the defense. Well, no, Jess. And like, even with, this is what the whole thing is with the frustration too. So Taylor, like almost 50 yards on that first drive, every single person, I mean, every single person knew that they were going to pound Jonathan Taylor to start this game. Like there was quite literally, that's what I'm saying. Like after last week, you knew the Colts were like running defense. That's what we're attacking this week. Yeah. Like, how was that a thing? Like, it just is so frustrating yeah. that, that I mean, like we said, a win's a win. But this one just didn't feel like it as you were watching it. And it just had bad vibes throughout the whole game. Like, thank God we literally won this because I, we were going into half and I was like, wow, this feels like we are going to lose this game. Yeah, I just, it, it was, it, the the vibes were so good for so many weeks and they were know. not anymore. They're not it it doesn't it doesn't just that was the first win we've had since the Phillies lost the World Series. Besides Sixers. I was gonna say the Sixers have won a little bit in there, but good yeah. God. They've also because even the Flyers, I think, have lost six straight. Of course they have. Yeah. Shocker. God. But <laughs> I can't. Please. I can't. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll run through quickly our impressed takeaways from the game. We promise there actually are some. And our (laughs) biggest concerns at this point. You are listening to the Babes on Broad on BGN Radio. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back into episode number 94 of Babes on Broad. So we went over the game a little bit. Before the break, Jess, what were your good takeaways from yesterday? I think, once again, I'm most impressed by Jalen Hurts. I think, you know, at his age, you know, his ability really to just stay so calm, cool, collected, and get the job done. Like, you know, again, the play calling was horrific. The penalties were bad. You know, that one drive where they had three straight penalties was awful. Um, You know, they missed Dallas Goddard so much he's so important to everything that they do that was also another thing that frustrated me I forgot about that is just in the beginning of the game we saw so many to stall so many to stall and it was just like we beg for tight end looks every week and now that Dallas Goddard's not in there you want to give it to the tight end piss me off dude I mean Jack Stoll Grant Calcaterra and Tyree Jackson no not it yeah not Not it. it 
he's so crucial to everything they do, not even just in the passing game, but in the run game as well. And his him as a threat also just allows for so much more for Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown as well. So thankfully it was, you know, it, that he he will be back in the regular season. It is going to be one of those, like, they put him on IR because they need other things to keep the ball rolling. Um, so So that's really good. But, you know, anyway, play calling was horrific. Penalties were bad. You know, his own fumble was bad. He needed to get the ball out quicker, bad play design, whatever. A.J. Brown's fumble, which was a little bit uncharacteristic. Um, you know, the defense got crucial stops when they needed to um, and kept them in the game while their offense was literally being stifled by their offensive coordinator. But, you know, Jalen Hurts just kind of saying, you know, fine, I'll do it myself and you know, making sure that they go down and score. And I think that's what I really like about him is he's not, you know, especially this year, he's not defaulting to the run. He's not bailing out quickly and, and yeah. using his legs. But when it comes down to crunch time like this and they're not in a rhythm, he just kind of says, I got it. I'll handle it. It's fine. And, and, and takes care of business. Like, so I think that's something that, you know, we haven't had to see from him a lot this year, obviously, because they've been up by so much and they've needed yeah. you know, a crucial drive to, you know, extend their lead instead of it just being a one possession game. You think back to the Cowboys game, like, you know, all of a sudden they were, they were only up three. They needed to go down and score to make sure it was a two possession game. He can go down and do that. But this was, I mean, you know, they had to go take the lead at this Quite point. Quite literally. Yeah. So I think, you know, still by far Jalen Hurts is what I'm, what I'm most impressed by. What about you, Sam? Yeah, no, I a hundred percent agree. And I think the fact that we haven't seen him really just in those high level situations, just take the ball and do it himself. Granted, he did score yesterday doing that, but he needed to in that situation. Yes. But the fact that we haven't seen him like bail himself out with the legs really goes to his leadership too. Mm -hmm. Just because, think about it as a team. Like he could easily be frustrated with his team and show right. that and be like, "I'm going to do this myself since you guys aren't doing anything." And he doesn't. He refrains from that. Like I said, we saw the first little bit of emotion from him yesterday during the game, and it was a slight eyebrow raise. But um, yeah, I think it's exactly the same thing a win is a win even though it was absolutely horrendous to watch and it did not feel good watching nope. they got the job done and yes. I think that's the most impressive part of yesterday because they did not deserve to win that game mm -hmm. with how bad it was mm -hmm. but um yeah Jalen Hurts I mean they got the job done and it was because of Jalen Hurts and then also the defense I was impressed by them they really really needed that stop on that final drive and they did it. So the offense and the defense in those two final drives are, gave me a little bit of happiness because it shows that when they really need it, that they can do it. Yes. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm still still have my concerns. So what are well. so then? What are your your main concerns at this point? We'll wrap it up with our main concerns, and then yeah. we can put a bow on this game and move on and never talk about it again. It's just so frustrating that they came out so dull. I don't know if yeah. they thought this would be an easy win, but like you lost to the Washington Redskins last week, you shouldn't think anybody is an easy win, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so like the fact that they came out, just not the same team that we saw in the beginning of the year where they were so amped and so excited and having so much fun. And now we've seen that for not one week, but back to back weeks. 100%. So that concerns me a lot. And I want to see this team get up. I, they are on Sunday night football. Well, at least, yeah, it is Sunday night. Because yes. they have the Packers this week. So yep. hopefully doing the all black unis and new black helmets as well. Yeah. So hopefully that gets them up in it. Um, that crowd needs to go out. But then obviously we said it in the first time too. Besides that, just the play calling. 
Like I'm really concerned about how they're scheming and planning to go into these games. And then thank God they were able to make adjustments yesterday, but I'm still, it's all questionable to me. What about you? I'm, I'm with you. Like, Last week, we were like, okay, we could chalk this up to being fluky. All the turnovers, they were undefeated. They were bound to lose at some point, like injuries. Um, And that was fine, right? Like you you can be like, all right, you know what? Whatever. Everything went the wrong way. You you move on. You come out and, you know, put them coming to this game, playing that same way again. That's where the concern like starts to creep in. Like we've seen teams get hot and and then fall apart. And it's okay to cool off a little bit from some of the, you know, the seven sack game against the 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 first matchup against the football team and you yeah. know, things like that. They need to figure this out and to get back on track to where they were. Again, like just getting away from what they were doing that was working and getting to like you know, because it it in my opinion, it doesn't look like other teams figuring them out and beating them. It looks like them shooting themselves in the foot and just doing yeah. dumb things, like getting too cute and trying to outsmart themselves. And like, you know, if it's working, keep going. And like you said, thankfully for the adjustments this week um, to be able to to right the ship to make sure they got the win. But, um, you know, playing that way back to back weeks is is concerning. And At this hope- point of the year, for sure. Absolutely. And at this point, you know, you hope that they, you know, it was a one, it was a little bit of a short week. They come off a one o'clock game, they get the rest they need. They, and they come out, you know, Sunday night football and, and at home and, and, you know, play the, play the way they're supposed to. Like, yeah, I, hopefully. Again, like you can't, I know the Packers are not a very good football team this year, but you know, they still have Aaron Rodgers back there. They still yeah. have some, some weapons. Aaron Jones can hurt you on the ground. And you know, so they, there's, they and there's a couple of former Eagles on the defensive side that that have some um, some bones to pick with. Well, and they upset the Cowboys a couple of weeks ago. They also had Thursday night football. They lost against the Titans, but that means that they have like a full ten days yep. before this game. So, yeah, it, it makes me nervous. And they have uh, Aaron Jones right. running back, and our running or rushing defense is not look too hot. So I'm wouldn't be surprised if they come out of the gate trying to run it down our throats. Yeah. Thank God for Linville Joseph and Dominican Sue because we what fantastic moves, what fantastic moves by Howie Roseman to get it done right there, and then how great to actually see them perform like they did yesterday and come up so big. Like wow! I would also like to point out that Dominican Sue signed with the Philadelphia Eagles ten minutes after we wrapped up our recording last week, yeah. of episode ninety three. Um, we were talking about how we were concerned about Jonathan Taylor and blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden we finish our recording and we're just chatting a little bit after we, you know, hit end recording. And all of a sudden like we get the notification that Indomitian Sue is an Eagle and we could not believe that that <laughs> happened to us. Um, but that, yeah, they, they played extremely well and hopefully, you know, and especially when Jordan Davis comes back, the fact that they'll be able to sort of just be rotational guys in there and stay fresh. Um, that's, that's what we need. And, and, Going forward, I, I I really need I really need them to just pull their together. Oh, all right. Well, Sunday night football, super excited. The all black uniforms. It's going to be so much fun. I will be there on Sunday, my first Eagles game of the year. I'm so excited. So thank you for listening to episode 94 of Babes on Broad. Make sure, as always, you're following on all of our socials. Thank you to SB Nation and Bleeding Green Nation for hosting us. Socials, all the shows that are coming out this week, everywhere you get your podcasts. 
we will talk to you next week.